19 minutes after 6. Welcome back to the Sports Unlocked. My name is Ndobego, the Sports Syndicate, and I'm going to be with you right up until 7 o'clock. But I'm not alone in the building. I've got the superstars, CP, as well as Wayanda. And please don't forget to interact with the team on WhatsApp 061-891-5368. We're also available on socials, Sports Unlocked, underscore on Twitter, on Instagram, as well as Twitter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm double saying everything. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> as we promised you, we're going to be touching base with uh, kickoff journalist Mr. Lorenzo Kola, who is joining us on the line right now. Lorenzo, thank you so much for your time, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for inviting me to Sports and Locked. I'm really excited to be here. Is everything good on your side? Are you healthy? 100%. Uh, you know, still in lockdown, so yeah. as best as I can be. Awesome stuff, awesome stuff. So let's get straight into it, man. Firstly, Adele Ambrosia, the, the, the coach was obviously linked with Kaiser Chiefs in the last few weeks, but uh, immediately mm-hmm. the club did get the, 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 the signing of Kevin Hans, as we've seen. So was there really anything to that story or just mere speculation? Look, there was definitely something to the story. Um, mm. I know Kaiser uh, denied having contact with him today, but I think that was mainly damage control because you saw the outrage of the Chiefs fans. Um, when he was immediately linked to the job. As you know, Chief fans wanted Gavin Hunt and nothing else. Mm. And um, for somebody that was unknown to them to be linked to the job was obviously very discouraging, mm. given the fact that Ernst Merendorf wasn't a popular decision. Yeah. Managed before, Solinas wasn't a popular decision, and they just thought, oh, it's, it's mm. over, uh, they're going to do it again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was definitely contact um, over the past few years. And this time around, it was yeah. it was quite concrete. Um, mm. So there was truth to it. I mean, Lorenz, moving forward, do you think maybe Gavinant is the right person to take uh, Kaiser Chiefs back to the glory days? I mean, people have been literally just questioning the way in which uh, you know he approaches uh, football, like his philosophy, mm. style of play. Mm. Look, Gavinant um, has always had the shoot into the stick in terms of the type of clubs that he was managing. Mm. Exception of Wits, of course. Wits had money. Let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Um, but like with Swallows and, and, and Black Leopards and Seven Stars, he always had a, a team that he had to, you know, craft with them. Yeah. And um, all coaches say the same thing. You can only work with what you have. And now when Hunt comes into Chiefs, he has a job now to, to streamline the squad. He's got good, good quality players. And he will be allowed to play the game that he wants to play. But he needs to streamline the squad because there's a lot of players that don't complement each other. I mean, you have a technically gifted player like Kama Bilia, who's the best number 10 in Africa, arguably. And then you have players like Tastro and, and, and Samir Nurkovic up front who target me. Mm. So uh, a playmaker like Bilia doesn't complement two target men up front, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes, there's a cast ban and stuff like that, but I think there will definitely be people be going out and loan or being sold and to be playing in a, in a, in a, in a type of way that Hunt wants to play. Mm. Um, so I think you will continue with like modern Top's uh, styles, which obviously won't be won't be too pleasing for Chiefs fans. But eventually, the team will be playing good football because that's what expected of him. Mm. Mm. So Lorenz, I mean, uh, coming to the point of Kevin Hunter being appointed uh, as the KZ Chiefs coach, I mean, he will be part of now going to Kev playing Kev football. Do mm-hmm. you think with the squad that he has? Is it more capable for them to compete in the CAF? I definitely think there is a chance for them not to win it, but to get to the group stage for the first time in the history. Mm. They've never been to the group stage, and it's a brand like Chief is ridiculous. 
So Kaiser has definitely set a mandate for him to 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 compete, which is something that they haven't been doing. Um, I know that they intentionally didn't want to compete because the finances required to compete at um, to travel around the continent because it's not Europe. It's Africa is huge. Mm. To get to North Africa, it takes you you know more than a day yeah. to get there. Um, and the logistics behind it is very, very costly. So, to be honest, Chiefs have a big squad. Um, people always say, yeah, it's not a good squad or whatever, but there's a big squad and there's quality players everywhere. There's youngsters coming through, um, some MDC youngsters also promising. So, they need to obviously work on what's going to be the CAF team and what's going to be the league team and what's going to be the cup team or whatever. And then there's players like Lazarus Campole, Teddy Akumo, well equipped to, 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 to do stuff on the continent. Um, I think Campole scored like 12 goals in 19 games in CAF competition for Zesco, so he's, he's, he's well experienced and done nothing but with the Castro and Nurkovic in the league and somebody like Campola can play in CAF competition so you can rest your, your, your first 11. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I think there's a lot of exciting options for Hunt to do and it would be exciting for him to finally have a crack at mm-hmm. um, Africa. Yeah. Mm. Flipping the coin now, Lorenz, we're going to look at Ernst Middendorp uh, in terms of what's next for him. Now, he's, he's ha- arguably had his best ever season as a coach in South African football. Unfortunately, mm. missing out on the league title on the last day of the of, 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 of the season. And mm. I heard he's been linked with the likes of Ajax Cape Town. Where could he possibly end up? Um, yeah, he's been linked with Ajax. He's been linked with TTM or whatever. But I think... Uh, I don't think... I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think the Ajax thing was... Was, was based on if they get promotion and they didn't win promotion today. Mm. Um, I don't see Ernst going from title fight to NFT, but, you know, yeah. weird things have happened in football. I know he's been linked with a couple of moves abroad as well, um, I think to America and to Australia. Um, uh, but honestly, they South African football hasn't seen the last ones with though because yeah, his agency has good ties here in South Africa and... Um, I think it was just... You can't leave it like that, man. <laughs> Losing a title <laughs> like that in the final. You don't, you don't want your legacy or reputation to, to be left like that. Although I know one person did. Um, for Pudahan, Ajax inspired it, I think it was 10 years ago, which was mm-hmm. also very, very sad. And uh, it was really some situation. So, yeah, I don't think we'll see the end of Winter, yeah. but I doubt it's Ajax mm-hmm. now. I mean, with uh, the big three, obviously, um, will be competing in Africa this season. I mean, Chiefs are back in the CAF Champions League. Sundowns are there, as well as uh, Orlando Pirates in the CAF Confederations Cup. I mean, uh, what can we expect uh, from, uh, you know, from the big guns? Are they going to represent South Africa with pride? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, just uh, that. Can we expect them to just, you know, raise the South African flag with flying colors? I would hope so because um, we have a very strong league and uh, Africa is envious of the PSL if I'm being honest. Um, so there's a, a lot of question marks when it's only Sundowns competing. Yeah. But um, you, you're forgetting also that Bloomfontein South will actually be in the CAF Confederation. Which is ridiculous. These guys mm. don't even have money to pay their players but they're going to be playing on the continent. Mm. So I do think that they will also have something to prove, you know. Their players will be playing for their futures, playing for for, for new contacts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, Pirates, Chiefs, and and and, and Sundowns, incredible brands, big clubs. And if they don't make it to the group stages, at the very least, 
Mm. I would say it's disappointing because the squads are well capable of competing. Uh, maybe not to the extent of the North African, you know, the riches of the North African side in pyramids, in spending hundreds of millions on one player, for mm-hmm. example. Uh, so it's, it's 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 a different level up there. But I mean, we have the mentality because yeah. we have quality quality squads here. So yeah, it's, it's all about the mentality and how they handle traveling. Um, as I said. Traveling across Africa is a long journey, hours and hours sitting on a plane, and it's it's it's, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough mentally for for players who is just used to you know being in this in this proverbial bubble of South Africa where it's very comfortable. Mm. I, I, I just want us to talk about. Uh, uh, coaches who are coaching in the CAF yeah. Champions League. I saw mm. the Zamalek coach also decided to leave Zamalek to coach to go mm. and coach in Arabia. But I want us mm. to talk about why is it most coaches who, co- who coach in the, uh, in the CAF Champions League are not mm. more seen in the absolute Premiership a lot? Mm. Look, the guys, uh, the successful guys in the CAF Champions um, as Pizza put it, these guys come from Europe with nothing and they leave mm. with a glittering CV. Mm. So, uh, I don't want to mention any names or whatever, but they come here and they earn humongous salaries. Mm. I mean, um, but he's left Zamalek now recently. He paid a two million, a two million rand to cancel his contract and he was earning four million a month. And now he signed 8.2 million a a month contract with uh, with Alta in Saudi Arabia, so I think that kind of explains why you won't see these these guys here. But in a, in another in another facet of it is a is a coach called Florenti Penga. He was the DRC national team coach. He was at mm. Vita. He's still at Vita. He's arguably one of the best coaches in the continent, and mm. uh, we've we, we've known that he's he's loved. Would love to come coaching the PSL, but they, the, the club bosses are just you know turning a blind eye towards him. And um, many of us have probably come to the conclusion that it's got a lot to do with skin tone. Um, uh, managers that of a different color seem to be getting the jobs easier. Um, I don't know why mm. there's a lack of trust in, in, in black African coaches mm-hmm. yeah. across the continent, especially if you given the, the fact of how well Pizza was done in Benga is is by far one of the most one of the best tacticians in the in, in, in Africa. So it's a shame that they don't give them the chance. Um but yeah I think the monetary factor is the biggest biggest thing that removes them out of coming to the PSL when they can just, you know, do this merry go round and it's much easier for them mm. and it's yeah. less 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 costly, so to say, because in North Africa one of the big things is that these guys don't stay long in jobs. So mm-hmm. they coin it, they coin it of that um, compensation when they get sacked. Uh, you know, they don't want to do it here in South Africa. Yeah. Lorenz, lastly, uh, Bafana Bafana are scheduled for two friendlies uh, next month against our neighbours, Zambia and Namibia, of mm-hmm. course. Um, just based on what you've seen towards the end of the season in terms of players that could possibly feature mm-hmm. Bafana, for Bafana Bafana and how they mm-hmm. could actually um, perform in these two friendlies. Look, um, it's not beat around the push, but fun have a rebuilding job to do. And I'll be really disappointed if Nseke calls up, you know, 29, 30-year-old guys from the PSL. We need to be serious of where we stand now as a country and, and make selections that that show the, the, the fans that we're serious about rebuilding and restoring the pride in the nation. So I would think that there's a couple of guys overseas that deserve a call-up now. Um 
actually looking at your policy times and your zoom boost they they established guys we don't need to call them up and waste mm. their time to come for friendlies we're looking in sweden now um luklaru he didn't get a psl debut he's now played 20 top flight games of Warburg in sweden which is ridiculous he mm. couldn't get past obviously yeah yeah and firm and when you had super sport but that's that's a that's a guy that should definitely be looking at the caller tafu peter um lao foster they kick off their campaigns in portugal tonight um belenense versus victoria these guys also should be looking for for call up luther singh as well so these are the guys that should the the, the country the performance should be building around but yeah it would be interesting to see what nteke is looking at mm-hmm. um but there's obviously a lot of youngsters here in the country also that that should be should be given a nod i'm looking at duke flowers from super sport united dushan direct from maritzburg mm-hmm. Um but that guy's name uh from 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 Amazulu is uh, is a midfielder my my Duna my Duna Yeah these guys you must give them a chance man like there's no point in bringing a 33 year old Bradley Horoblat to sit on the bench it makes no sense mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. you want to bring even a bold you need to get those guys into the right frame of mind get them you know like Giflings was called up to the Bafana squad at 17 by by Baxter and look where Giflings is now playing week in week out in Europe He's playing in the Europa League last night and that's the type of opportunities we need to give our youngsters because if they see what's possible you you know they'll just immediately work harder so yeah I'm hoping Jake does does unexpected thing and and then brings in a very young squad mm. okay thank you thank you for your time brother and uh, it's been mm. pleasure keep in touch peace with you hey okay thank you very much for having me it's been a pleasure cheers okay thank you cheers bro All right, so that was a kickoff journalist Lorenzo Cola chatting to us about uh, all things PSL mm. football, looking at the African continent and the possibilities of, Afri- of South African teams in the continent because we've only seen the Sundowns and Pirates as far as history is concerned when it comes yeah. to um, our teams in Africa. Yeah, hopefully Kaiser Chiefs and Plum Celtic can yeah, go there and compete. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 33 minutes after six. Welcome back to the Sports Unlocked. Quick break. And then we-